Welcome to the Seven Figure Impact Podcast, where I help men and women just like you who have a drive to make positive, powerful impact within their local community do so through licensed assisted living, group homes, and community have businesses. I'm your host, Ariana. I'm a co-CEO of the Seven Figure Home and Community-Based Agency, former professional foster parent, mother of three children, coach, course creator, and so much more. I'm obsessed with helping aspiring providers break into the business of care without all the confusion, overwhelm, or even owning their licensed property. And I help current providers intentionally market, develop systems, streamline their back end, and scale their income. If you are wanting to build a business in care and make seven-figure impact, you are in the right place. Let's get it going. Welcome back to another episode of the Seven Figure Impact Podcast. I'm your host, Ariana J, and I am so glad you are here. I believe I say that every episode, but I truly mean it, and that's why I say it. So we're just going to rock with it, okay? I have a very special guest with me today. This guest has kind of kickstarted this whole online coaching and education company that I have. So you guys need to give her major credit for that. We'll talk about what that is in a little bit, but I want to give her a very warm welcome. She has a lot of accolades and everything behind her name. I don't want to get into all of what those are right now. We're going to break it down in this episode, but I want to welcome Rontoya Williams to the podcast. Oh, thank you, coach. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me here. We are so glad to have you. Now, we have so much to cover. And I want to get into all of the things. So first, we need to know a little bit about your background or the folks need to know a little bit more about your background. So can you talk to us a little bit about that and share that with us? Okay. So my background is I'm a CNA. I've been working in the healthcare field since I graduated high school. I love serving. I love providing great service to individuals in need. And so that's basically what I've been doing for these last couple of years. (laughs) So you love serving and you're a nurse, correct? I'm actually certified nurse aide. Okay. Okay. So is that how you broke into the industry? Like the, the whole business of care was breaking into it as a CNA? Yeah. I started off as a home care provider and then I got certified with a certificate with the state of Michigan and I'm now a licensed CNA. Okay, wow. And let's talk about a little bit about where you are now, and then we're going to bridge that whole gap. (laughs) So where are you at now? What are you doing now? What does that look like for you as you're so passionate about care? So currently, I was recently licensed as a home community-based service provider. I have a licensed residential group home. Um, I'm licensed for six. So that's where you're at now. We heard where you started from. And there's been a lot that's happened in between. So this is not your first business in care. Let's let's go back to that. Like, what was your first business in care? And why did you decide to go that route? So my first business in care, like during the pandemic, I opened up a home care business. 
And so, you know, I was doing it for others. I was doing it for other agencies. And I was just like, you know, let me see how to do this. So I got me a mentor and things has just taken off since then. From there, I kind of got curious about that whole group home situation, that whole licensed group home. And I got into the unlicensed method. That has been interesting. I was doing so much work and not getting paid as a licensed provider that I said, you know what, I'm going to look to see how to get licensed. And then that's when I kind of, you know, seen this Ariana jumping around Facebook talking about this money you can get through providing care. And I'm like, I'm already caring for a bunch of people. How can I tap into this? And so, yeah, that's that's where it all began. That's where it all began. And Lord Jesus didn't begin right there. (laughs) But I want to go back to the unlicensed group home. So talk to people about what that's like. You know what I mean? Because the the reason why I want to be very transparent and talk to people about what it looks like is because the term group home is thrown around all over these internet streets, right? All over the interweb. And people don't necessarily understand what it is. So let's talk about what the unlicensed group home and quotes, I'm doing quotes with my hands, what that is. And then I want to move over to like what the day-to-day and the clientele were like. Yeah. So um, my unlicensed group home was providing housing to independent, because you had to be independent. There was not a way to legally provide services to you. It's like you had to go around the world to figure out a different way through somebody else's agency or whatever to be able to provide hands-on care. So with the unlicensed, you're just a landlord, really. You're just collecting rent. You're not doing any care. But so you're providing the, the housing itself. That's what you're doing. You're providing the housing. No services. No services, but... You find that people who have to live in these settings, they need help. Mm-hmm. You know, the people that I were getting were hoarders. So who was going to clean? I would have to go in there and volunteer and clean, you know. So who was paying me for that? No one, you know. Right. And then sometimes someone couldn't make it to the grocery store. So here I am volunteering services of, oh, let me get you connected to the pantry. Let me help deliver groceries. It just, it was a lot of extra stuff you were doing that was just more than housing that, you know, you borderline could get in trouble. And I actually found myself under investigation doing that. Yeah. So you got into the unlicensed to serve and the way that was easier than getting licensed, right? Because of the rules or regulations, we'll get into that. And then the clientele, really your uh, tenant that was in your home actually needed care. And so you were trying to provide care in your way of volunteering without being compensated for it. And you guys know how I feel about that. (laughs) So you were trying to help and you found yourself under investigation for trying to help people in need that really needed supported services. Absolutely. Um, you got to think about it. You're, you're housing mentally ill individuals. And so you have the individuals who are schizophrenic. You have 
the hoarders, you have substance abuse. Like it was crazy. So having all of those behaviors, all of those personalities in a home, it could get ugly. And it did. And so, you know, I went through the investigation. I knew my laws. I knew my rights. It was scary. I will say that because it was like, if you get fined, it was like a $75,000 fine and they can do this to me and do that to me. And so it was a huge report. I beat the case, but that did scare me. And so I took a break. As it should. (laughs) I took a break after that because I knew the end goal, I wanted to be licensed and I didn't want that to affect me being licensed. Right. Yeah, that's a that's a scary thing to go through. And with investigations, I do want to put this out there. It's not if it's when, right? It's not if it's when. If you're breaking into this industry, just know that you probably will be investigated at some point in your entrepreneurial journey. Don't freak out. We all go through it. If you're doing everything the way you should, you'll be fine. Yes, <laughs> but it, it happens. Hey there, if you are ready to make impact within your local community and you are ready to get started, I have something for you. So listen up. The Startup Provider Program is open for enrollment for a limited time. The Startup Provider Program is a self-study program over 12 weeks, so you can get on track with opening your business and care so much faster. We talk about everything from mindset and focus to clients and funding to licensing and certification and everything else in between, specifically focusing on that market research so that you can find the right license type and the requirements to open the business and care that you desire. So head over to startupprovider.com for more details. All right, now back to the show. So during this time when you had your unlicensed group home, were you able to provide services to them via via your non-medical home care agency or your um, home care agency? Yes. It it was ways around that to be able to provide care. Um, But then things got sticky again. So I was like, Mm. you know what? I keep trying to beat the system with their own game. And I was like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and play ball. Let's Let's just just play ball. I love that. (laughs) Let them tell me what I need to do and let me go ahead and do it. So I can be on the straight and narrow and get this business open and operating. I love that. So Rontoya, when you made that decision where you were like, okay, look, I'm going to play ball. I'm going to go the license route. What were some of the things that you were thinking about in your head, like in your mind as you kind of were thinking this over? Because I'm sure it was a thought process. It wasn't like a snap of a finger. Okay, I'm going to get licensed. Like what were some of the things that were going on like in your mindset at that time? How was I going to do it? How was I going to get through it? I mean, even before I had signed up for your class, I had already been on this journey. This what they call it, the downward spiral. (laughs) That was me. But I was determined. I just was like, okay, Lord, let me call this person. Let me call that person. And because I didn't know the correct terminology, Mm -hmm. I wasn't their language. It was like they could sniff me through. And they just, you know, kicked me to the side. They, I, I got the runaround. So I was scared, but I was like, I got to find some help. Yeah. So you you went out on your own first and did some research, placed some calls, 
and the results frustrating your life. You just felt like you were going around in circles. I mean, I hear that from a lot of people and I felt like that myself too. So I'm, was that kind of how you were feeling? Like you were hitting a brick wall or you said downward spiral. Like, what was that like? That was a roller coaster. That was, Mm. that was terrible because I even knew some folks in the industry. They would not share any. You mean other providers, right? Other providers. Yes. Other providers. I just couldn't believe it. And so I just took my time and went through stuff and I cried. (laughs) I'm not going to even lie. I had to pause for a minute because like, I didn't think I was going to be able to do it. I was giving up. I was at that point a giving up, like for real, for real. Yeah. And, you know, so often we don't tap into those emotions. Like when we first started and we first were doing it and then when when we actually do, we're like, oh, my God, I actually went through that. You know what I mean? It was very interesting. So from the time that you started on your own, right, where you were like deciding, I want to do the license thing, and you were actually doing some research on your own, calling the frustrated feeling of feeling like this is never going to work, to the time where you found help, right? What was that timeline? What did that look like at that time? I think I had started the process six months before I had saw your program. Okay. Remember, I submitted my first license application in December. They denied me and then your program came. And you're right. I purchased in December. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I went Mm -hmm. a year lost. (laughs) You were lost in the sauce. And it's not even funny because when you're in that space, it's a scary space to be in. You're like, nobody's here to help me. And then you see people talking about group home online and you feel like they're going to help you, but they're talking about independent living or boarding home, right? And you're like, well, that's not it. So you find me. Where did you find me at? Where was it? Because I was I was a newbie kind of coach coming out online and I knew how to do all the things, but I didn't have like the fancy branding or any of that. So where where was it? Clubhouse? Or was you it? You know what? I think two things. I think it was something that was mentioned on Clubhouse, but it was like head on over to my, you know, free Facebook group. And so I was okay. trying to hurry up and get to the free stuff. <laughs> so I had, And how was the free stuff? Oh, the free stuff was amazing. <laughs> I'm glad I got in when I got in. Dude, you came in at the ground floor. Oh my gosh. So once you found me, you saw the free content. What was the biggest hang up between what I was saying and teaching versus what you already knew to be true? That's where I want people to really understand because you are not alone in this way that you you felt and thought. And by the way, y'all, Rontoya gave me hell. Okay. I wanted to shut the full operation down. I was like, fuck this. This woman will not leave me alone. But go ahead and tell us what that was. Like, what was that big contrast that you just could not? You were like, look, lady, I know what I'm doing too. I've done some of this research. How is this making sense? Like, how are you doing this? And if you want me to kind of elaborate, because I, I, I remember it very vividly. Well, my biggest thing was the numbers. I thought you was lying. Like when you were showing receipts, 
I remember calling you out like, how is that possible? Like, what yes. do you mean? <laughs> I'm like, they, I know people who are doing this now and they're only getting $2,600 a month per client. You know what I mean? So it was like, you know, who are you serving? You know, is it seniors? So knowing who to serve, knowing the population you want to serve, knowing what service it, in Medicaid or Fed funding, like, that was the big difference. That, that was the big difference. That was it. You know, yeah. it's a different from private pay. It's a different from state pay. It, I was like, dang, that's it. That's <laughs> it. And it was know your rates. And it was, I would always say that in the early days of like, know your rates. And now, I mean, I, I continue to say that too, but I, I said it a lot there because that was the big contrast where, I was able to really kind of compare, look, this is what you're doing. This is, you know, the difference. And most of the time it was the same output, right? It was the same output, but you were being compensated differently because we're teaching people to gain or retain a skill, right? We're goal orientated. So that's a big difference between just a service, right? And yeah. and a goal and a goal, right? And so it was for for Rontoya, it was about the rate. She just didn't understand the difference with rates. And I don't understand why this is and the funding types. And and I did show receipts. I made sure because I had to. I had to show the receipts. Yeah. So I believe the very first digital course you took from me was a group home masterclass. Do you yeah. remember that? And yes. it was, it was long. It was. It was too long. Um, it was like three hours and um, it was it. But it was so much information and I showed you guys so much. And I think that was the biggest eye opener because you were able to see behind the scenes of what these rates were, the manuals, like the different services. And you, I think that really kind of sparked it for you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I was like, dang, she know what she's talking about. I don't know what she's talking about, but I'm going to find it for my state because I believe her now. <laughs> I was, oh, I was not. I was, yeah, I was real skeptical. Girl, beyond, beyond skeptical. You know how you have one of those, um, you were not, that. you definitely were not a troll because you were <laughs> always curious and you always asked a question and trolls don't do that. They're just blatantly nasty and whatever. But I kind of felt like, man, like this particular woman, she would not stop. And I believe we even spoke on the phone before. I was at the group home. We did, yes. didn't we? We spoke we sure on the did. phone. And Rontoya was still clear. I don't get this. I do not understand. How are you? What do you mean the rates? Listen, and, I've, um, said, I've had coaches before. You were like, oh, wait a minute. I don't want to be just another coach. I want to show you how to do this, that, and the third if you're ready. So if you're ready, then we can continue. I was like, oh, she did she just check me? I don't want to be another coach. What you mean you did? <laughs> oh, man. But oh, my I'm goodness. Glad. I'm glad I went through it. I'm so glad you did too. And, you know, I think that, I think people feel that way a lot though of I've already had a coach. I've already had a mentor. I've already had somebody. And it's true. I don't want to be another coach or a mentor. I want to be, I want to lead shoulder by shoulder with you. And I want you to build this successful business because 
you know, the way I explain it is I'm I'm an agency here. I have my clientele that I serve. I'm known in my state for being a really good provider, but I can't really make impact across state lines, right? There's only so many people I can serve. And so if we want to touch more people, if we want to impact more lives, right, we have to bring other providers up. So for my mission, for me personally, and why I feel like I'm called to do this, I want you to be successful, right? I, I don't just want you to pay me a, you know, invoice and then you just trot along and then I'm just like, bye. You know what I mean? It was, it's yeah. important for me that you understand not just how to get your clients and get the business and the licensing, but how to be successful and flourish. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like that's so important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So let's go ahead and move on. When do you feel like you had that light bulb moment? Because you joined the program in December of 20, what was that? 21? Yep. You joined the program December 21. And even once you joined, she was the first one to pay y'all in full. Okay. (laughs) She was part of the original four. But even once you join the program, and I, I have a funny story to tell you guys about that too. Um, <laughs> Mahogany, if you're listening, you'll probably chime in on this one or, or agree. But when was the light bulb moment? Like when everything started to click, because there is a lot of information and you have to learn all these different parts. So for you, like when when did you have that light bulb moment of everything clicking and making sense together? Once I was able to find my rates, like on paper, that was my big thing. Like we were digging. You were able to help like a county, like an hour or two away from me. You were able to show me those rates. But I was like, those are not my rates. You know, like that don't mean it's the same. So when you showed me how to Google and how to dig in the manuals and do this and that and the third. And when I saw it, it was just like, oh, my gosh. It was on. It was on. That's when it clicked. Like, this is real. This can happen in my state. Now let's do the work. Let's do the work. And there was a time in there where you were even looking at potentially another state and you were able to find the information for that state too. Remember that? Arizona. I was like, man, I might have to move. And I was like, well, let me look in this. And with the same tools, I used to find the rates for my state, I was able to find for another state. So I just was like, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) Yes, yes. So when we talk about specifically how did the Startup Provider Program help you, what would you say to that question if you were asked that? Oh, the Startup Provider Program helped me to know the cycle the journey of my consumers. So I know where it starts. I know where it's at in the middle and I know where it ends. And so I could never put that together. I never knew the agency or the vehicle, as coach would say, who was holding, you know, the Fed dollars. It's different in Michigan. And so now I know every agency that holds the Fed funds I need, I know how to get a contract. I know what I need to do. I know what I need to provide. I just, I got it. You know how to negotiate that rate. Oh, yes. I know how to negotiate a rate. <laughs> so I know how to good. Assess the client. 
to to uh to be able to provide great care. I know I know what I'm doing and I have the confidence. Like I can laugh about it now, but I remember not having the verbiage and I would say, coach, like, you know, I rub people the wrong way. How do I say this? And you're like, you know, if you need to email me what you think you want to say, I'll tweak it for you. You know, say something like this, you know, be a little sweeter. No, Ron, oh, yeah. don't say that at all. <laughs> Soften it up a little bit. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, it's it's amazing. You have so much power with your words. But I get it, too, because you're frustrated. You're like, I know these people are yanking my chain. Yeah. I know these people are bullshitting me. Right. And so you do. You get frustrated. But then it's like, okay, you needed a space to be able to come to and say, hey, look, this is how you say it. This is getting the exact same message across, but in a very tactful way. And it literally got you results practically every time, didn't it? Every time. Like, I used to be like, this girl know her shit. Like, oh my gosh. Like, it was crazy. I've never not gotten the answer after I've sent the email, after I did the follow-up phone call. Like... Yeah. Every it's, time? It's Damn. Every time. I know, I right? think I am good. <laughs> so when we talk about what you like most about the Startup Provider Program, it's a very robust program. And I warn everybody before they come in, I'm like, it's a robust program, but you need to know all of these things and we will help you process it. But it's a robust program. So what are at least one to two examples of what you really liked most about the program? And you could say it from like the point of view where you're at now, or you can say it from the point of view when you just got started, either or, but it'd probably be better now, but either way works. Okay, so my number one is the 12 plus provider. 12, 12 pretty plus much 12. types of care. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That was amazing. So I felt like I got the tools that if I want to go open up a um, transportation company or if I want to, you know, I still have not tapped into community have like I'm over here doing group homes still, you know, so I have other ways to make other streams of income. So that was my biggest thing, like everybody talk about how to do seven different, uh, seven streams of income. I have the tools uh, with your program to be able to do that. Um, another thing I liked was definitely showing me how to get through my manual stuff. That is gibber josh. My goodness. That is serious. So ugh, I appreciate that so much. I, you and how did that come in? The form was it video? Did we have calls? Where like what was it? Was it posts on Facebook? Like where what where did you find the heart of the support? Where did I find the heart of support for in the program? Like where did you find the heart of the support? Because at the time, the way the program was running, I believe we met biweekly, didn't we? Yeah. And it was on those calls where you kind of brought all your your questions and we sorted things out. And then you had the private community to be able to post your links and ask questions and all of those things. And I feel like, and, and I don't know, but I feel like that was a big support because you would, oh, yeah. you would learn things. 
you would learn things in the program. You would go research and implement, and then you would come back and be like, okay, this happened and this happened, or I don't understand this, or does this make sense? You know what I mean? Absolutely. But see, the thing that was different for me than others is I actually went into the Facebook group and posted my update. Yes. Like, I feel like I got more results because when I was stuck, I wasn't quiet. I was like, I paid my money. Now I have a mentor. I have a coach. Unstuck me, please. (laughs) Unstuck me. But I think that's an important factor that you mentioned is that you, you leaned on that Facebook group. To ask your question. And when I tell y'all she leaned on the group, she leaned real hard (laughs) on that group. (laughs) And we worked through it all. We worked through it. And what I also love about it, Rontoya, was that you asking your questions helped others, right? Because not everybody is going to ask the questions and show up, right? Everybody has different things going on in their lives. But what's, what's important is that yeah, I'm leading this community, but this community is a collective and we're all leading each other. And so you posting, asking your questions, getting the support is helping the next person who may have a similar question or didn't think of that. And was like, oh my gosh, that's so good to know. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It did. It did. It made others feel comfortable. And then, you know, after I had learned something, I was able to help somebody. I was answering questions like, oh, I got this coach. Girl, yeah, you got to do this, this, and that. <laughs> she absolutely was. And as an alumni and junior coach of the program, she's able to to answer the questions. I did lean on her too hard. She'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't know that part. Wait. Hold up a minute. <laughs> Dang, I didn't know you got to do all this. Right. I ain't ready. So, that was so funny. So when it came to the point of you actually launching the business, right, How did the program help you with that? Like with the actual, I'm open for business to the point where you were able to get your first client resident into your home. Like how did the program help you with that? Because I want to pause and let everybody know that just because you get up and license doesn't mean that's the end of the road. You have to actually bring clients into your homes, programs, and services so you can generate revenue and you stay out of the red and you're into the black. So how did that, how did the program help you with that once you were up and licensed? Okay. And you had to get a client into your home. Like how did the program help you prepare for your launch, like your official launch? The program walks you through all of that. Like you have a onboarding employee part of the program. You have the onboarding for your residents. Like the the program walks you through all of that. And everything is, oh my goodness. I like to do stuff old school. Coach, what have you all into this computer uh, automations systems? <laughs> But you see now how you need that, though. You do. You do. You need as many hands as you as you can get. And your hands is automations. It, it automations. Systems. Yeah. So having that, I didn't even know that that was needed. Like, I've seen so many people do, do it old school, but now I understand why your business is reaching the numbers that it's reaching because you're you're doing so much, you know? So... <laughs> Mm-hmm. You will be behind if you try to do this business old school. I'm, I'm just, it's it too ain't much gotta work. It's not, it's not. And so I'm, I'm having to come out of my shell 
and learn some things because I, I don't want to be left behind at all. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're not going to be left behind. As long as you stick it with me, you ain't going to be left behind because we all. ain't going to let that happen. <laughs> so when you got licensed certified, so just so everybody knows who's listening, Rontoya is licensed and certified. So it's not just a one or the other. And it really does depend on the type of service. And our service that we're talking about today is a Fed funded group home, right? So you have to do licensing through state and certification through the Fed to be approved. Okay. And so with that, there was this this gap with licenses, right? You had license and then you had to get certified. So once you were approved, did you already have a client lined up ready to be go to like be placed in your home or was it a couple months after that like what did that look like so um I had an agency reach out to me um they knew I were, was a new agency because I kept you know I was marketing doing my advertising and so they were willing to give me a client and a contract at the same time because they were so desperate and so that's what ended up happening actually with my first client um, I got that contract the same day I got him. Oh my God. And that's because you were actually marketing, which we teach in the program. We teach the marketing magic method. We teach that as while you're pending approval, you need to be out there marketing. Now, yeah. if you would have waited until your certification was approved, you wouldn't have had that client right then. Yeah. They wouldn't have known about me. They wouldn't have known. Yeah. It would have took, it would have took a while. Wow. I cannot believe that. And so Rontoy, here on this podcast and in my world, you know that I, I'd like to talk numbers, right? Because I believe, yes, we make impact, but we make income and every business needs to have revenue. So two things, if you don't mind, are you able to tell us the rate of the very first placement that you had? And then the second thing I want to know, if you will share with us, is what is the projected revenue that your home will bring in? So my first um, consumer, my per diem was 276. And so- Per day. Had, per day. And okay. when I added that up for the year, I think it's 100,000 a year. Mind you, I'm licensed for six. So mm -hmm. 100,000 times six, you know, that's just, just 600,000, you know, just over half a million. <laughs> Just easy breezy. <laughs> I love it. And and what I love is, is that the rates there in Michigan, now Michigan can be a beast. I mean, we'll get into that later or on another episode, but you were able to negotiate your rate. So not every resident or consumer down there, not every consumer comes in at that same rate. It's based off the individual needs, Correct. 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 Wow. So baseline, if the individual or consumer comes in at the baseline rate that you had mentioned previously, it would be about 600K a year off of that home providing a service. And if the rate was higher, then that revenue baseline goes up. Yes, you got it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like that is just, that's, life-altering. That's life-changing. Yes, it absolutely is. Absolutely. So where are you at right now with your revenue? And I know you're going to fill your home totally up, but where are you at right now with your monthly? So right now I'm at my half mark. 
Um, I okay. have three consumers and I have one pending because I'm negotiating rates right now. <laughs> um, so good. Yeah. So, you know what? I have not sat down and did my numbers for the year to see. Um, but let's see. Monthly, we're at about 18,000, 20,000. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I love it. A- Per DM plus you have, you know, you have to include the monthly rent that you charge. Right. Your room and board. Your room and board. So, yeah. So for that's people what... who don't, who are like, wait a minute, what did they just say? Let me break it down to you. For traditional licensed assisted living, that's typically just private pay or state funded, right? Private pay, you could probably do anywhere from 2500 to $10,000 a month. And when I say $10,000 a month for private pay, you need to have a very nice luxury facility, okay? And when we're talking about state funded, you're looking anywhere from $30 to $70 per day, maybe 90 per day, maybe. We're talking about Fed funded dollars here. For residential home, whether it's traditional licenses to living, private pay, all of those things, it's the same home right? It's the same building. It's the same home. It's the same structure. But your revenue is at 600000 versus a lot lower for the yeah. same amount of clients. Absolutely. That is just bananas. And I love talking about it because it's, it's like life altering. So where are you at now? Like, where where are you at now with the direction of things and where they're going? Because I think that you're really in a space to dream. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So right now, because I'm at my half mark, I am focused on marketing, getting the word out there to fill the rest of my beds. And then after that, I think I might, I might, Looking to getting a second property. Oh my God. And then you'll double it. And double it. And that's how you get to the seven figures. You guys, it's just that simple. It's (laughs) just that you just double it. You like, you know, the path to get there and then you just double it. And then the other thing we're going to do is implement those systems so that Miss Rontoya Williams can be like the CEO and she can have this amazing view of her services, of the care that her care team is providing to the residents. And she doesn't have to always be there. We're going to get her set up. Trust me, I tried to get her set up before, but I think she sound, she's, she's, she saw the light now. So she, I think she's ready at that space. Because when I tell you my back-end systems run smooth as peanut butter, I mean it. So she's going to get there. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up. But the Thing that I want to ask, um, two things that I want to ask before we go ahead and wrap up this episode. Um, what would you say to somebody who's on the fence or somebody who's not necessarily on the fence, but they've been wanting to do this for so long? Like, like what do you say to them being that you've been there and you've done it? Mm. I would say if you're ready to pull the trigger, if you're ready to find out the information and act on it, this is hands down the program for you. But if you just want to dibble and dabble, you're not really sure, I would just say, you know, stick close. 
chime in on the lives, you know, let it feed you a little more information. But when you ready to bite, I would say purchase the program ASAP. You will not be disappointed. You will not. Yay, so good. And I love that where you're like, only if you're ready. Only if you're ready because it feeds into the mission. The mission is not sell a million courses and programs to make all the money in the world. Like that's not what it is. It's literally, I want you to go out and be a provider. And I think that's the difference between other people on the market and me is that I, I genuinely care. And I'm so grateful that you are a student that came in and you did the work. And I am not the most easiest coach to deal with. I can be a little bit spicy. And my students know that, but they know that before they join the program. But you have to be real and honest with yourself. And that's what you need to get through this process because it's a journey, right? And I'm sure you would agree with that too. Absolutely. It's definitely a journey. (laughs) It is a journey. And what would be the greatest piece of advice you can give somebody that is ready to pull the trigger, right? We already talked about like the investment and what that could be. But what is the biggest mindset piece of advice you can give them? Because this journey went up and down and around mountains and all the things, right? So what do you want to say to that person um, who's ready to pull the trigger, but you're like, okay, friend, let me tell you this one thing real quick. That remember your why is really, really, it's so cliche. It's so cliche. I'm going to say that. But it's very important. It's very important because you're going to go through a lot. Like I haven't even told my story of all that I've been through. So y'all going to have to hear that on the next podcast. But yes, <laughs> um, I've been there. I've been up. I've been down. I've been discouraged, but I stuck with it because my why was so important to me. I wanted a licensed group home. And so I stuck with it until I was licensed and certified. And I am so glad I did it. Had I gave up, I would not be able to smile and celebrate this now had I gave up. Right. Here we are. I'm good. I'm ready to elevate. (laughs) Ooh, let's elevate. Yes. I love that, Rontoya. And I'm so, I say this to you and I've said it to you so many times. But I am so incredibly proud of you. I'm so incredibly proud that you have, you've stuck it out because it's not an easy road, right? But I'm also incredibly proud at your growth, okay? Because the Rontoya y'all see today is not the one you would see two years ago. She has totally evolved, right? And in a way that is, it's beautiful to watch, it's beautiful to see you stepping into this, this role, right, of an agency owner, even though you have your other businesses that you've had, but it's on a different level. And um, I just think it's really, it's a really beautiful story because I get to see the full thing to, to see you transform in that way for the better. And I can just see the growth and, I, and I'm so incredibly proud. And this time next year, oh my God. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. First of all, I got to come back to Alaska to celebrate because that's where, Mm -hmm. um... (laughs) you know, I might have to do a retreat again or something. We'll have to do something. I don't know. People keep talking to me about the retreat. 
we got to do something because literally in a year from now, you've talked about, you've planted the seed of the second home. By the end of the year, I'm I'm very confident that you can have your next two to three residents or consumers in your home. And the sky's not even the limit for you. The sky is not the limit. It's only the view. It's only the view. Yes. <laughs> well, continue to be great. Continue to, to pour into yourself. Remember, self-care is not just getting your hair done and nails done and a massage. It is more than that. And so you, your team is blessed to have you. Your consumers are blessed to have you. And I can't wait to see all that you do. Thank you, coach. I appreciate you so much. Couldn't have done it without you. You're very welcome. And thanks for coming on the podcast. You'll definitely be on again, right? Absolutely. Okay. Hey, friend, if you resonated with this show, if you feel the desire to make impact, don't forget to head over to www.startupprovider.com so you can start making seven-figure impact and follow the show so you get notified when I drop a new episode. You can also come follow me on IG at underscore Ariana J. If you follow me there, let me know you came from the podcast. I really would love to meet you. Or you can join me in my private Facebook group, Assisted Living Group Home and Community Hub Providers. I hope to see you there.